1: almost famous minute where we're discussing the 2000 cameron crowe film almost famous one minute at a time i'm eric nash from feels like weezer me too who are we really (laughs) Uh, i'm niall
0: mcgowan Uh, i am one of the hosts Mm -hmm. of bat minute hey welcome niall oh thanks thanks for having me eric i've been i've been looking forward to this actually in particular because this is one of my all-time favorite movies oh wow great that's great it's just uh, it's one of those ones of like – because on a lot of shows and you're just like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. But this is like, no, I love this movie. <laughs> this is like proper top three yeah. kind of level it. stuff for me. So, like, yeah, I was very excited but to find out that – it was one of those things like I oh, would yeah, have that's
1: right, yeah. almost
0: thrown my own hat into doing an Almost famous But it was a bit like I think you <laughs> – I don't feel I'd be confident enough and been able to talk about the music and stuff. So, I'm like – I was kind of sitting in the back constantly looking been yeah. like – is anybody, yeah, anybody doing that yet? They're like nudging people, but like, oh hey, Heidi, you seem to know a lot about music. Would uh, you ever consider doing this? It's, it's like, would you
2: leave me alone, goddamn it?
1: Yes, and that, that is Heidi Bennett. He's referring to uh, a previous guest, <laughs> already already been on, and oh we no, will be on again too. You know, because because yes, <laughs> there's a movie she she loves quite a bit as well, and is very good with music too. That's for sure. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um. So this is uh, Monday here with you, Niall. Um, minute 25, and it starts with Penny offering William a pass and ends with William revealing his real age. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this, this, yeah, I, suppose, I don't want to jump into the age stuff because it is at the end of the minute, but oh, like, yeah. it raises a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Particularly nowadays about like mm-hmm. a lot of things in the movie. <laughs> it's like, it does have this thing, like, again, I love this film, but like as time goes on. And you're, particularly in this era, too, when you're kind of, there's a lot more spotlight put on these sort of, like, inappropriate behavior. There's a lot of the the, the bands of the 70s and their their antics are kind of, you know, back in the day, it used to be like, oh, yeah, those right. crazy guys right. back then. Whereas nowadays, it's a bit more like, oh, uh, <laughs> not, so, not so good, you <laughs> know? I'm I'm constantly looking forward to like because uh, I remember when Bowie died, there was obviously a lot of people. It was a very public outpouring of emotion, and Ooh, you know, my co-host yeah. in Batman uh-huh. and Batman and John's a massive, massive Bowie fan and stuff. But uh, there was also a side contentious of like, well, you know, David Bowie, he was up to some huh. seedy things behind the scenes too, with maybe on age inappropriate women and things like that. There's always a bit like, yeah, well, it's just like I guess it was it's no excuse, but like, I guess it was the seventies. You know, it was just what everyone was doing. And I'm just looking forward like the day Jimmy Page dies. It's just going to be like, let's talk about what this guy was up to. <laughs> Cause a oh, lot yeah. of it was, you know, yeah. a lot of, um, a lot of people already criticized Jimmy Page. because of like, Oh, it's, you know, he's just appropriating music done mm-hmm. by, you know, black American musicians and stuff. Uh, and then the fact is like, well, he didn't seem to have very forceful relationships with very young women. And, uh, into a lot of into a lot of
1: weird stuff, that guy. But uh
0: anyway, this is not the Jimmy Page's death minute.
1: Well the one just just one last little bit on age inappropriate relations, especially between male older male to younger female. I mean, uh there's there's one I just came across recently, uh Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh really? There there there's he oh. does not <laughs> he, he ends up he ends up breaking up with women. Like, as soon as they reach, or right around, right around the time when they are 25, he will, you know, he gets, it's just, just like, uh, uh, Woodward. <laughs> or wait, is that it? Woodward, right? Days Oh, confused? man. Yeah. His, uh, his oh, comment. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> the. He's... I'm imagining Leonardo right. yes. DiCaprio sleezing around Hollywood and like a Cadillac <laughs> just been like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> his mustache appearing on him out of nowhere <laughs> although that was the thing like uh I know you were gonna um we'll talk more about like you know history with movie and stuff in the in the last episode, but like uh-huh, days yeah. and Confuses movie I saw around the same time as I saw that and they both had like a major impact on on me because I was just the perfect age uh-huh. for to, to view those films and, <laughs> so it's appropriate that you that you brought that up though. Uh, one thing I do have to ask though, and I'm sure you've had to cover this, but like, so this William's real name, it's I've always called him Patrick Fugit,
1: what? and
0: I recently mm-hmm. saw an interview with Anna Paquin where she referred to him as like Patrick uh Fugit or something like that. It was a very mm-hmm. a weird pronunciation she did. I say weird, that might be yeah. the actual pronunciation of his yeah. name.
1: I wasn't aware. have you got
0: any like. A, a, because so we had a whole big debacle about Kim Basinger for the like entire <laughs> season of his shows.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah, I wasn't. Too, yeah, f- I, think, I think I've always thought it was f- f- Fugit. Fugit, yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Except so it was um, always, is it going to be Fugit or yeah. Fugit. Uh, yeah, that's not. And it's just like, hey, Patrick, forget about <laughs> it over here. Patrick, <laughs> Fugit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Although much I think like the when I was recording with you for Watchmen Minute, I went on a lengthy tangent about like my hatred of baked beans. Right, yeah and how like the, the, the shot of Rorschach eating those beans out of that I can really really <laughs> mm-hmm. hurt me. Um and Patrick uh, Patrick Fuggett <laughs> over here. Um he had a he has a scene in a movie Spun. Oh. It was a kind of that weird movie about drug use had Jason Swartzman and Mickey oh. Rourke um britney murphy and stuff too uh real kind of cacophonous psychedelic crazy movie but he played a like a young character in it and there's a, i think the first time you see him in it he, like they they don't really put much makeup on they make him look really gross so he's got like proper like loads of acne on his face and he's lying on the floor with the shirt off eating like it looks like a steak or something covered in gravy and he's just kind of chewing it really grizzly, and it, like falls out, and it lands on his chest, and it's really disgusting. So now every time I ever see this kid, I am like, it's just it it, it, it haunts me <laughs> the image, like, the disgustingness of that image. Huh. So if I ever just meet him in real life, he'll be like, hey man, big fan of Almost Famous and of I, <laughs> I feel the need to wash my hand after. But like, oh, it's a guy from Spun.
1: <laughs> yeah, my my only really, I am pretty sure my only other uh, thing I've really seen him in is uh, Gone Girl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is. A bit more of a supporting role there. Mm. I know they did that thing.
0: What'd you call it? Like, a couple years back, he had his own TV show. Really? Where he was like, um, he was kind of like an exorcist sort of thing. Hmm. And it was like, I remember. I want to keep calling it Outlander. Outlander's a completely different show. But um, it was a thing, it was written, it was based on comics written by the guy who did The Walking Dead. And I think it was it might have been a m c or someone were still like oh,
1: oh yeah yeah
0: yeah I think they were really like this is gonna be I the next they're walk think he
1: was
0: like it was he was the, the Out, guy. outcast
1: <laughs>
0: outcast there you go oh yeah it was the uh, Andre three thousand biopic actually it was a controversial choice
1: getting in Patrick uh, oh yeah <laughs> for, for, for that. <laughs> no it's a c not a k <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it is Robert Kirkman right yeah
0: but uh, Yeah, but I just remember seeing, like, oh, I remember, I think I watched the f- a couple episodes, and I was like, eh, it's not gripping me, maybe I'll come back. Much like I did with, the, like, season seven of The Walking Dead, where I was oh, like, yeah. you know, I think I'll come back to this and binge it after it's done. And then, it was, when it was done, I was like, you know, I think I'm done. <laughs> like, like, I've got, like, two seasons of The Walking Dead now just sitting there for me, where I'm like, eh, you know, like, I can just read the summaries in, on Wikipedia. <laughs> like, I, I get it. <laughs> like, it's... It's like oh, this character's gone. Someone's dead. I, I understand. Just tell me when you're wrapping it up. Then maybe
1: I'll go <laughs> through the ones I missed. Uh, do you have any thoughts throughout the whole minute? It started last minute, but throughout the whole minute is the uh, Beach Boys song "Feels Feel, uh, feel Flows." Hard to say.
0: I, I, I think probably like a lot of people, this was the first time I'd heard the yeah. tune. And um, the thing is because I was actually a big Beach Boys mm. fan. Uh, m- my dad, my dad was in a band in the 60s and 70s, so you can see maybe why I like this film Mm -hmm. so much. Um, And so, yeah, I grew up in a lot of 60s, 70s rock songs getting played in the house, and he absolutely adores the Beach Boys, and he was, like, real big. He saw them live and stuff back in the day. Um, And so we had, like, you know, Beach Boy albums around, but it was always the Brian Wilson stuff, Mm -hmm. because if people aren't aware, like, the most acclaimed Beach Boys stuff. When people talk about the genius of the Beach Boys, they're talking about oh, him, yeah. Brian Wilson. And then, uh, the, the discover then is like, oh yeah, so there's Brian Wilson who was genius, you know, genius eccentric, had mental breakdown, went through a whole big horrible thing. He's kind of the the, the, the linchpin of the Beach Boys. And then there's like, oh, there's the other Wilson brother who was the guy who had Charlie Manson living in his right, house yeah. for a while and stuff. And then there's, yeah, there's Carl and there's like, he was the one apparently very spiritual, and he wrote this. And it's just like, holy crap, this is a really yeah. good song. How come this isn't? I wonder if it's because it was it wasn't one of the Brian Wilson ones. It's not ever included in like a best of mm-hmm. Beach Boys or anything like that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it certainly was a new new one for me for the movie, you know. And I I, I really haven't even come across it. Yeah, like you say on a, on a best of or anything like that since then. And it's from the the album Surfs Up in seventy one, but. I have never listened to that album. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I know of any other songs on it. But, yeah.
0: It's very brief. It's a very brief album. Yeah. I think it's like 40, 40 minutes long or something.
1: That's pretty normal. Uh, back I think
0: that, back. yeah, that, that was... A, yeah, I think 71, that's when... I think Brian Wilson, I think he only contributed like two or three mm-hmm. songs to that. Like, I don't think he was very involved with yeah. that. Yeah. And then, and then even like looking at the lyrics too, like it really strikes you as... And initially, you'll be like, oh, this is just kind of riffing on 60s psychedelia nonsense, uh-huh. basically. All these lyrics are just kind of weird for the, because it's probably written in a drug addled haze and stuff. And then looking into Carl Wilson, you're like, oh, apparently he's very, very spiritual and stuff. So this could, like, it could have a lot of meaning to him for what, what these lyrics and stuff are. But they're so abstract, I've never been able to, like, really work out what he's going for with them. Know, have you have you had anyone venture a guess yet to be like well what's this song like actually about
1: or oh, for this song no yeah I mean uh uh it's possible we did last week but at the end of la- at the end of the <laughs> last minute um but uh yeah I mean that's that's uh it 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 definitely does seem to be pretty uh hard to tell what it what it could really be about mm. it's it's definitely taking cues from psychedelia yeah
0: it's also very it's it's hit a chord with Cameron Crowe too in the fact that he uses it in like I know Penny and William have met already but this is kind of like really the meeting of them and of course um, this plays over the end credits as well so yeah, it's very right. much like he, he's important. obviously attributed yeah. something like a, whether it be a personal memory or whether he's like no these lyrics are literally talking about what's happening on screen don't you see
1: it kind of thing <laughs> yeah because it's one of the few uh, non-diegetic uh, pieces of music mm. you know in this in this movie i mean there, there there's yeah. some that are that, they're the ones that are uh, written by nancy wilson mainly at least um th- that uh that happened but and, and then of course there's coming up the the in concert by stillwater songs that were also very much definitely definitely only partly written by her but most mostly i believe uh, written by uh, uh peter frampton uh mm. coming up we'll hear that very shortly But, uh, yeah, but um, and then so something that's actually happening, though, on on screen is uh, Penny arriving with the as I said in the starts with uh, arriving with a uh, sticker, a pass It seems like a sticker because on on his jacket. Did you notice the sticker there? Now, they both say Black Sabbath on them, Mm. but they really seem to be, I think, different colors and definitely different shapes,
0: though. I'm assuming maybe it's just like... His is like Black Sabbath supporting. Because it's mm, like a Stillwater mm. given one. So maybe they yeah. all have that. There's been like, he's with the support. Ah. And then she's like, I managed to score you one that's like with the actual band or yeah. something.
1: Hers, hers is the red circle and his is the blue rectangle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Episode. this is really like... Um, we talked on uh, How to Lose a Guy in yeah. 10 mm-hmm. Minutes, or whatever the show was called. I'm sorry sorry to Darren Houston if he's mm-hmm. listening, because I can't quite remember the name of the project. But uh, we were really... Um, w- because you obviously had Matthew McConaughey in that film with Kate Hudson. I, one of my things was, like, when when is the Kate Hud- Hudson-nessence yeah. <laughs> coming? Because it seems like she's not really... Within this movie, she is such a friggin' powder keg of charisma uh-huh. and like particularly for this scene i imagine anyone who saw it probably fell in love with kate hudson just from these this couple of minutes right here it's like she's so she's so likable and she's so you know obviously very attractive but she just seems like even with what Penny's actually doing here is like she followed she unnecessarily yeah. followed through for this for this kid like she met him outside he kind of low-key insulted her by calling her <laughs> a groupie and stuff. And then she was just like, you know, she he's nothing to her. She's like, oh, I'll get a sword if I can. And then she obviously went, literally did it, and has been looking around for him. And she's like, Hey, I went, I got you the thing. Mm-hmm. So you instantly like, oh, she's she's a pretty cool, she's a pretty cool person. And uh, so yeah, you get really wrapped up into the. It's a good, it's a good introduction to the character She you come across very mysterious when you first see her, and now it's just like, oh, I actually kind of like her now. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to see more of this person. Uh, and so. I've never seen Kate Hudson be as good as this <laughs> in anything else, and it might be because of a lot of the crap that she's been in is just not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always waiting for like when's her true detective coming? Yeah, you know, when, when is there going to be like her, her, her know, Kate Hudson fiction <laughs> for for yeah, Travolta? Yeah,
1: that's really mainly. Mm.
0: It's
1: one I like to think.
0: But of. Um, so the thing like I, I do um, so even this all her facial expressions in, yeah. in this like because she comes along and then it's just like. She's like, I'll find your pass. And then she kind of gives him this nod of like, oh, I see. It's kind of a nod of respect. Like, I saw you. I see you got in by yeah. yourself. Very yeah. good. And it's like, and then it seems like he's, yeah, he's literally just trying to get on with his work, I guess. He's not taking on. It's like, this beautiful young woman's talking to you, dude. And he's just like, all right, going back my business <laughs> as if nothing happened. And uh, not even a thank you. You would be like, oh, you'd think you'd be like, oh, cheers. Thank, thanks yeah. for doing yeah. that for that's me. that's true. That is missing. <laughs> Yeah, and um, well, feel because I did strike a track down. Um, the only script I could get of this online was from 1998, oh. and it doesn't include this little bit of her like fixing his face and then doing like a and saying like, "Oh, now you look mysterious." Mm-hmm. And that really strikes me is like, was that improv? Because that seemed it seems yeah. very natural, and seems very kind of like this would
1: just be a fun thing to do,
0: messing around for the scene. And they're like, "Oh, that was great. Keep that in."
1: what i what i kind of came up with with i i, I kind of wondered the same thing and i kind of wonder if she kind of does this thing with all the guys she it's it's her standard move because she, what she's doing i mean i i think that i think this is a big come on for her. she's 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 putting the moves on and <laughs> her using the word mysterious reminds me of something we'll see in a few weeks here um the word mystique is used for Mm. the other the other main (laughs) uh character here (laughs) coming up um yeah and i think i i I could totally see similar hairstyles-ish maybe lengths what have you you know and her kind of doing something similar to him and maybe Mm. others too you know and uh that's just like i said that's this this is this might be the way i think she puts the moves on the guy (laughs) (laughs) was was interesting you you think she
0: is putting the moves on? Well, I, I thought it was, it came across to me as a very genuine, like, I'm just trying to be friendly. Like, I'm not trying to, the thing is, because it raises another question yeah. of, like, you know, we'll get to it obviously in the next minute. But like, Penny Lane has a, a history with Russell right. Hammond. And there's mm-hmm. no way she doesn't know that Russell's <laughs> going to be there. So I'm pretty certain she came there looking for him. And now she's like, "Oh, here's that kid. Like, I'll just I'll have a little talk with him, and then I'll get on about my um, reseduction of, <laughs> of the man I'm here for, or whatever else happens."
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, that's a good point. I hadn't really considered. Yeah, she's actually here to see him because you know she does say she's retired, so she wouldn't normally, you know, from this point on. It's it's kind of what we see later in the movie with her and you know being. With the band and going to a bunch of different cities, that's not something a retired person does. So she's come out of retirement in, in a sense because of yeah. because of you know the 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 nature of how things play out here. I think. Um, so, but but you know, I, I, under, I understand what you're saying. So that makes sense. Um, but nonetheless, I still think you know, uh, uh, women when they when they start touching you as a guy, you know, if if mm. if they are interested interested in men, um uh and they they certainly can be interested in other women too and and I would think uh touching them as well uh would uh would, would it, it, oh. uh, those are those are the signals of interest <laughs> that that men are supposed uh, to pick so, up <laughs> on usually. So do, do you
0: think though that that, that that means then that lends a kind of sinister credence to what happens next everyone right. like, you know? It's oh, how, what edge. age are you? And then been like, oh, 18. Oh, me too. And then, like, <laughs> I'm 17. Oh, like, me too. And then like, 16. Me too. And then, like, she's just trying to get into, like, oh, the truth just sounds different. And then it's like, I'm 15. She's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: back yeah. off. So, so I mean, I think, you know, I, I feel like someone, early, one of our earlier guests, they might have uh, indicated, oh, sh- so, she's, so she's 16 and he's 15. But, I don't know that for sure. I, I I have a feeling that she could be like say seventeen, eighteen, ish. Yeah, even.
2: I mean, and she was she was she was
1: going along with these ages he was saying till that point where when when it was definitely out of her comfort zone. Yeah,
0: but, because I think yeah one of the problems would be like if she's had a previous if she's already a retired yeah right. band aid, and then she's had a history a year ago with Russell mm-hmm. Hammond that's would have been when she was like fourteen, fifteen. So that's like whoa. But if she is, like, yeah, she could be like 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, yeah, that's it. Was like, and it, 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 because Kate Huston at this point was quite young in herself, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know some of the other people they wanted to cast would have been like a bit. I think yeah. the, on the IMDb, it says people like Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't imagine that. Like, she's way too old for Penny Lane. But maybe that would have been kind mm-hmm. of the joke that she was like, oh, I'm, I'm clearly not, I'm clearly about 28 or something. <laughs> but um, people like Jenna Elfman, where it's just like, she would have been basically reprising Dharma from Dharma and <laughs> Greg if she did this thing. <laughs> but one of the people, I, cause I was looking through all these the big lists of people, and I was like, I don't know about any of these. Because, uh-huh. like, she's so perfectly suited to this part. Uh, the only person I would have approved of was Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. But that's only because when I was a kid, like, I got a big thing for Allison <laughs> Hannigan. And I think that would have been... I would be kind of quite curious, though, because like, if people don't know her, that's Willow from Buffy, and she's in... How I Met Your Mother and American Pie and stuff. And, like, she has a kind of pre predisposition of playing sort of, like, nerdy, sort of nervous. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, slightly uptight mm-hmm. characters and has a kind of jitteriness about her and stuff that she kind of brings to... Well, you know, frequently, I know in American Pie, the whole twist is in. She's, like, a, a monster in the bedroom mm-hmm. and stuff when she... But, like, if she got to play someone that's kind of free free and loose as, as Penny Lane to show the, the range yeah, of that... Right. Where would Allison Hannigan be now? Is the question, but like probably doing even better than Kate Hudson has. Yeah, just, <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> actually, the thing is, I, I've never watched How I so, Met Your Mother, so I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm assuming she's doing well, but I've never watched that show. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, I, I kind of I do hope just for the sake of the romance between Penny and Russell that she is lying about her age. Yeah, she, right. She's like, no, she's
1: oh, she, yeah. she's at least like nineteen or something. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Um. So so with the minute ending at him saying he's fifteen, we don't have much of a pause, no more dialogue after that. So it, my my note was: does he continue on and say, "I'm 14, <laughs> "I'm 13? <laughs> you know, that's that's you know, I've kind of already blown it, but uh, you know, in a sense, that could yeah. be possible for the next minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just was
0: wondering too because I, I was saying I saw like an interview with um with Anna Paquin where she was talking like yeah like me and me and Patrick were the only people who had to do uh, like school oh, stuff yeah. on mm-hmm. set because we we're, were so young we had to go to school and I was looking up like I had the weird thing of like oh yeah because I grew up in this movie kind of mm-hmm. and I was like oh I identify myself with you know William because I was about the same age when I watched it and I was like the thing is now I guess because I'm like 32 I guess I'm like I'm the same age as Russell Hammond now is kind <laughs> of a weird like yeah. And I was looking into like, oh yeah, the Jason Jason Lee was thirty. So he had to pretend he had like the hots for like a basically a schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. And you see Anna Paquin in it, it's like, holy crap, she's younger. Like she is very, very young looking. so it must have been just on like Jason Lee the entire time on set, just like the arm just not going too far. <laughs> just like all right, just, just so everybody knows. I'm not I'm not pulling anything for real, okay? That's funny.
1: Oh. Um, is are there any further notes you have? I think I'm out.
0: Yeah, not for this minute. Uh, again, I just say like this was um, so when we were starting up the project, this was uh, you know the um, one of my requested minutes. I, was like, I just really loved this scene. I love it as a as an introduction uh, as a meeting of two characters. Again, they've met already,
1: but, but yes, yeah, the better it's the better of the two meetings. The first meeting had some issues. <laughs> That's
0: yeah, for sure. This one was the kind of mysterious, like oh, the well, thing is with Penny, like. So you say that first time she meets him, because she has a mystique about her in Mm -hmm. that, when she kind of appears out of the darkness and stuff. And there's a lot of that, even in the way she carries herself throughout the whole movie, where, again, no one knows her real name. So does anyone really know the real Penny Lane and stuff? And it's Mm -hmm. like, um, again, here, they're starting to get a little bit more. He's the only person who's ever going to really know her will be William, essentially, by the end of it. The only person who will know her, her actual name, at least. So you, the, the beginnings of them getting to know each other are in this scene. So technically, I would say it's the real uh-huh. meeting between them. But <laughs> anyway, and so it's just like I just love the scene, just love that little now you're mysterious stuff. It's just, it's just so yeah. It's just, it just, it just really rings true as a natural bit of uh, acting, and uh-huh. just really. Uh-huh. Really kind of cute, cute, quirky way for people to interact with each other and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's, I really, really enjoyed it. So thank you for that, oh, yeah, bringing me on well, for this. Yeah, I
1: hope you can come back for the uh, the Wednesday and Friday episode later this week.
2: Um, but, but until
1: we get to that point, I need you to do a little ranking first. So it's oh, the, okay. Of, okay. of the four bands that are considered to make up the band Stillwater. Are you able to, from from favorite to least or least to favorite, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm a I'm a Zeppelin
0: fan, uh, you know, Triton and true. I think they would be overall. They are the most popular band. I guess out of that yeah, bunch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the Zeppelin would be number one. Um, I guess I'll go Eagles second. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only because uh, Leonard Skinner have, like kind of all that sort of Johnny Reb imagery. Yeah, like a, right. I do like their songs, but it's just like ah, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm not gonna hold it. Like, you know. I'll never listen to this band again kind of thing right, like yeah. I don't want that to be the case mm-hmm. but it's like yeah that would bump them down a little bit just because of
1: that. The the only the only music I can do that to that I, that I kind of have been doing that to for the past couple few years is uh Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. even that I was, you know, actually I actually kind of came from my dad too. His his take on the situation from quite a few years ago actually but uh but I've I've I kind of made up my mind more recently and Mm, before the uh, documentary. I'm proud to okay. say. <laughs> you know, I was, um I'll listen to some Jackson Five, but I <laughs> I've got a
0: I'm in the very rough position of being like uh like a lot of people over here. I was um a teenage Smiths fan. Okay. Uh, like diehard Smiths fan. Big into Morrissey and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was always that period. because rumors about Morrissey sort of maybe not having the best worldviews have been per- percolating since the early nineties, but they've always had sort of like excuses for it where you're like well that song's written from a character perspective that's not Morrissey's perspective Mm -hmm. this didn't mean that that didn't mean this whereas now in the past year it's just been like all right I'm washing my hands of this guy because Mm, as great as the music is he's uh his political leanings are like drastically drastically far far right Mm -hmm. and like the the point where it's like you can't ignore it anymore particularly within the sort of um you know uh, all the Brexit stuff happening over here. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, you gotta take a side. And it's unfortunate, too, because even, uh, I was watching the other day, They had a, uh, I was watching the movie Mid-90s,
2: which yeah, is a okay. uh,
0: Jonah Hill mm-hmm. movie, um, and it was a pretty good movie, but they put on six-on the soundtrack, the Morrissey song, We'll Let You Know. I was sitting there I was like, oh, God, it's a good song. Oh, God damn it, I can't, I, I could try to tear it through him. I know my brother is. He's just like, yeah, yeah I know. I don't. I, I know. I've th- I th- always thought Morrissey he was an asshole, but I always liked his music. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll try to push on and be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll just listen to the tunes and forget the, the, what kind of a, a person he appears to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done it with, you know, freaking Roman Polanski enough years. I'm like, hey, yeah. Chinatown's a great movie, but I can't ignore that the man was a monster and stuff. Um, so I... I'm trying to make that divide with one of the, a, a person I grew up idolizing <laughs> in Morrissey, mm-hmm. but it's been rough this past year. Let me tell you. And, uh, at the end of the ranking, yeah, I don't I, know if I could tell you pretty. an Olman Brothers song. I don't okay, I've so you're putting of.
1: you're putting them at the bottom, and Leonard Skinner at three. So if I heard bottom. an Olman Brothers song. Yeah, I might have been sure. like, oh, they're great, but like, I don't know if I know any mm-hmm. other songs. Well, the big the big one for them for me is as I've said before, I believe a uh, whipping post. And then they have the, 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 the have their they have their uh couple uh women's girls names songs, uh Jessica and uh uh Melissa, sweet Melissa. Yeah,
0: that's either, yeah those either those those are pretty popular. So again, that's why that's why if I was doing this show and someone came in to me yeah. and was just like, Hey, what about the Alman Brothers? I'll be like, I have no business hosting Almost uh, Famous Men, I have no, no idea who those guys are. <laughs>
1: Well, and the big and the big thing that's said for the Allman Brothers band, r- the reason they're included actually, and supposedly it's 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 Russell being um heavily him him out of the group and, and being the, the the most seen, the most uh leading of the group uh, for the for the what the what the movie's about. Mm. Um but um uh Greg Allman okay. is, is is who he's supposed to be uh, uh something of a car- caricature of. Mm.
0: i kind of thought, always thought it was a little bit of um credence clearwater So yeah. i think they had jo- it yeah john old. fogarty
1: i yeah, can see mm-hmm. that too mm. yeah, but yeah anyway. but I, but however i don't know the history because that, that that's 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 the history of cameron crowe with yeah. the allman brothers and and, and greg allman oh yeah, fair enough, fair enough, yeah. Group, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great yeah i it's yeah, Led Zeppelin is definitely the heavy at this at this point in the in the running. We're almost a quarter in, into the movie um, uh, with the guests we've had on, and uh, they've, 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 there's a couple times when someone else has taken the lead, but uh, <laughs> has, has been named number one. But they're uh, they're pretty consistent.
0: That's the thing. I'd be curious actually if you yeah. if you do get John on because he's yeah. a big music fan, but I I I dare say he oh. would not. Have an
1: opinion on any of those four. We have had one person also do that, though. <laughs> they, they just could not. Yeah, I think opinion. that's just
0: so. that's just a slightly out of his yeah. his like be, you reasonable. know very eclectic taste of music. But I don't. I never would have associated <laughs> him. I can never imagine him sitting down and listening to the Eagles. Like it's just yeah. With, with
1: all three non Zeppelin band, I mean, they're, they're all have pretty pretty uh, country tied mm. country music yeah. tied.
0: Yeah. I can't even imagine him sitting down Very listening intrigued. to Led Zeppelin, quite frankly. <laughs> really? Okay. But yeah, this is not, not his
1: not his scene. Sure. But, uh... Okay, so yeah, it's been great having you on this this first minute, and like I said, uh, hopefully the ra- latter two here coming up yeah, on well, Wednesday. We'll see. You know. <laughs> so uh, uh, do you want to you want to plug real quick uh, what what you've been talking about a bit? I don't think you actually even said. Oh yeah, that, well thank- that minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um,
0: yeah, I'm one of the hosts yeah. of Bat Minute, yeah, where uh, we talk about the uh the Batman movies of the eighties and nineties, uh, one yeah. minute at a time, uh three days a week. And I think by the time this air, airs we'll been will be two seasons in. We'll have mm-hmm. completed the Burton era. Yep. And we'll be gearing up for um the go go on down to Schumacher town. So that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a fun <laughs> ride <laughs> when we get there. But um yeah, we having a great we having a great time over there. Uh, I know Eric, you were on for Batman Returns, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, we just have, just have a lot of fun over there. Like we do, do some some attempts at analysis, but a lot of it's just like you know we just have we're just having fun you <laughs> know, over there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can get that on any any old podcatcher, uh, iTunes. I believe we're on Spotify now as well. And uh, yeah, know, it's all the usual social medias. You'll you'll get us through any of them if, if you go
1: looking for it. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Um, So this was Minute 25. We'll be back on Wednesday for Minute 26. And until then, it's all happening. It's all happening. It's all happening.
2: I am a golden god! Yeah! Yeah!